Tito's and Shiner Gonna be an all-nighter And I just might find her At the Whataburger line Dance halls and women But man, I'm wishing That I was fishing by the river Howdy, 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 everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Texas, where Seth is one year more beautiful. One year more beautiful. We are still the show about some things, Texas. And some things not. We've got a couple things to dive into today, but first, as always, our not sponsors. Not sponsors, they don't sponsor no us. No money, no clout, no following, literally nothing. Nothing for all the shout outs. Nothing at all. Like, I'm surprised we haven't gotten at least one cease and desist from somebody who matters. And I would still like one. But I'm on if track. If you're listening for it. and you want to give us a cease and desist, send it our way. But who is we, our first not sponsor? Our first not sponsor is having your water turned off unexpectedly. <laughs> having, having your, your water, water turned, turned off unexpectedly. unexpectedly. Do you want to shower for a hot date? Not, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> having your water, water turned, turned off, off unexpectedly. Hot, uh, I almost said for a hot <laughs> for a hot day. <laughs> <laughs> having your, your water, water turned off unexpectedly. unexpectedly. Are you parched and just really wanted some water after standing outside for five seconds? Die of thirst. <laughs> Having your water turned off unexpectedly. Planning a huge dinner party where most of the components involve boiling water, <laughs> washing dishes, and that kind of thing. Having, having your, your water, water turned, turned off unexpectedly. unexpectedly. For those of you that don't know, Seth's water got turned off unexpectedly and you know at least it wasn't like 120 degrees outside and i just gotten done with the run because that would have been really yeah you were just sitting outside when it was 110 degrees with your shirt off yeah and you look great no i i did your workout oh did you really yeah like right before yeah, that like oh. i just gotten done how did with it feel it. honestly um i was scared after seeing bray but i thought it was actually pretty easy yeah was, like like i it thought was it was not supposed to be hard yeah yeah like i was i was intimidated but yeah. then i remembered oh bray ran at like 4 p.m when it was uh, when, when he literally did risk heat yeah. stroke. True. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Our other, <laughs> Our not, other sponsor not sponsor is Spanish. 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 Why can't I speak it? Spanish. Spanish. So many people speak it. Why do I not know how to speak it? Spanish. Spanish. Como se dice estupido? Spanish. Spanish. I would just like to order the right way. Spanish. Spanish. Literally every other country, people speak English and another language. Why are we so dumb? I would love to just speak it. I'm going to get stabbed at a taco truck in like 10 years. Spanish. Spanish. Did I take four years of it in high school and another four in college and still can't speak it? Spanish. Spanish. Was I a member, not just a member, the vice president of Spanish Honor Society at Andrews High School? Yep. Spanish. Spanish. I just, I wish I could speak it. Para Espanol. Uh, yo soy. <laughs> yo soy amigo. I could definitely tell the cartel what my name was and if I could use a bathroom. That's about it. Fair. But also, if the cartel has you, I think you're dead. Right. Yeah. Plus, I, most of them speak English. Wait. What? See? <laughs> Why? Why is that? Can you speak Spanish? No. Well, that was Spanish. <laughs> Sorry. That was a bad joke. That was a bad don't, joke. Don't laugh yeah, yeah. That. No. Uh, yeah. How is it that we go through the majority of our schooling, learning how to read and write and all those things, and I get to this age and somebody, you know, asks me something very simple in Spanish. And yeah. I'm like, no say. No, I, no say. Sorry. Don't know it. Well, it just, you know, I can take agency and go take Spanish classes. Why like, would you do that? I, I would like to do something about it. I'm a little sure. busy right now. 
I, I will maybe do something about this because it does suck. It's just you hear other people speak mm-hmm. it, and then I think, man, every country Americans go to, yeah, they order in their own language, and and we don't know, we don't know anything. So the big difference, uh, if you want to know, is they're so close mm-hmm. that they get to do immersion. So uh. there there is a level of like they're exposed to it more. And it's not like we spent a lot of time. But it's not like we live in Chicago. No, that's true. You you, you make a good point, but so, it's not as though we worked in an environment or had to do things in an environment where it was necessary. So we should have worked in a construction site. Yeah, honestly. That's Got why it. dad speaks Spanish. Ch- true. Yeah. yeah. Our dad speaks it. Yeah. What? Yeah. Spanish. All right. You want to hear what happened one time in Texas history? Once upon a time in Texas history. Once upon a time. So this is a string of things that happened. I would actually love to dive more into one of these things. Cool. Probably a nice episode. But the uh, Point Isabel Lighthouse was subject to multiple battles. Okay. Not just in the Civil War. Like every war that came near Texas, this lighthouse was just... Front and center. Front and center. Like, we got to have that lighthouse. Right. Just like lighthouse. Lighthouse. It must be like how like people want Greenland, I guess, because they're like, we got to have it. Yeah. This was like the 1800s version of Greenland, this mm. lighthouse Fair in Port Isabel. So the Point Isabel region passed almost unevenly through the period of the Texas Republic to statehood, but it gained widespread attention in 1846 in April of that year, General Zachary Taylor moved his troops into the area north of the Rio Grande when hostiles between hostilities between the United States and Mexico seemed imminent. Within two weeks, I was burping. Within <laughs> two weeks, war had begun. So this was the Mexican-American War. Uh, the opening battles of Palo Alto and Oresca de la Palma were fought north of present-day Brownsville. Point Isabel received the wounded from these initial struggles and served as an American supply depot for the duration of that war. So they were fighting over it then. The point continued in use after the war to supply two military stations in the Rio Grande, Fort Brown, and Ringgold barracks. Because of the heavy shipping traffic through Brazos Santiago Pass to Point Isabel, a navigational light became a necessity. Land at the point was made available by the War Department, money was authorized by Congress, and construction of a new lighthouse was underway by 1851. Two years later, the brick-and-mortar tower had been completed and was topped by a stationary white light that could be seen for almost 16 miles. The Civil War brought armed conflict once again to Point Isabel. Confederate forces held this area in the early stages of the war, but gave way in 1863 to Federal troops, who were sent to strengthen the blockade on southern shipping. Both sides used the lighthouse as an observation point. At nearby Palmetto Ranch, Union and Rebel soldiers clashed on May 13th, 1865, more than a month after General Robert E. Lee surrendered at Apo- Appomattox. It's a hard one. Appomattox. Appomattox. In what has since been acknowledged as the last battle of the war. So either on the site of or around this one lighthouse, there's been like four significant battles. Yeah. Just crazy. Damn. I just thought it was cool. You don't seem to think it's cool as I do. I just think it's like, can you imagine giving your life for like a lighthouse? Like, dude, it's 10 feet tall. What do we need this for? That is kind of messed up. <laughs> right? Like, like of, of all the things, it's like, oh, I was protecting Like, God a and country and a lighthouse? And a lighthouse. Like, who, who are we? Why Rhode do we I- have a lighthouse? Nobody's coming yeah, here by Yeah, I would have been down there like, what are we, Rhode Island? Like, I just think like, lighthouses are actually kind of interesting. I mean, now like, they are. Well, th- I mean, they've always been, apparently. Mm-hmm. Because your whole job is like you know you're working in a shift to make sure that this light stays on, stays on, 
You live in the you we'll live leave, in the lighthouse. We'll leave the lights on. <laughs> lighthouse. What, what was is what is, hotel is that? Um, hotel, motel six. Motel six. Motel, we'll, we'll leave, leave the, the lights, lights on. on. They stole because that legally the they have to. At Motel Six or at the Lighthouse? <laughs> motel Six. Really? No, I don't know. Oh, okay. I just feel like it's uh, like a crime preventative. Uh, that's motel fair. Six. Our lights are on <laughs> to help prevent crime. Motel Six. Keep the lights on. Motel Six. Need some coke? <laughs> uh, not sponsors. Not sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> so what's our small town of the week our man? small town of the week is port isabel texas okay home of this famous we got to go see it because dude yeah why not maybe we'll see and i'll be like let's fight somebody like maybe who wants dude, this maybe the lighthouse is cursed and that's like the whole reason it's Ooh, such a draw for aggression yeah i like it yeah we should go sacrifice somebody there i'm down intern what no. No? Okay. okay, fair. All right. Port Isabel is a city in Cameron County, Texas, United States. It's a part of the Brownsville, Harlingen, Raymondville, and the Montmeros Brownsville metropolitan areas. The population was 5,006 mm-hmm. as of the 2010 census. The city is given, the city's name is given to the Port Isabel Detention Center, 12 miles to the northwest next to the Port Isabel Cameron County Airport. So, if you ever want to fly out and also see a prison, Go to Port Isabel. Go to Port Isabel. Um, it was established as a town after the Mexican-American War of Independence. Port Isabel became an important cotton exporting port before the Civil War. The harbor town and lighthouse were all fought over and exchanged hands during the Civil War. In September 1967, Hurricane Balua caused extensive damage to much of the city. On July 23, 2008, Hurricane Dolly, a Category 2 storm, also caused extensive, extensive damage to the city. Weird question. Even hurricanes. I, you know, like, hey, man, why not just build the city back a little bit? (laughs) Why not just have a road that goes down to the port where things are like happening? But then, like three miles away, and then like there's the city. Why wouldn't you do it that way? It's actually not a bad idea. Having like our our intern just got back from New Orleans. I was there recently. Mm I've been there. Obviously, the city's been flooded a million times. Yeah, well, because it's lower than sea level. Yeah, and the water's like, and the water's right right there. there. Yeah, and the seawall is like this high. It's not very big. So, like, why not just, like, at some point... I get it that at this point, it's too late. Like, you're not moving that city back. Yeah. But at some point during the construction, was nobody like, hey, guys, can we take a few steps back? Yeah, just a a few, A mile. Like a mile. mile. Yeah. Yeah. Just back. We can have a pipe for water. Yeah. I'm not saying we never go. Also, the drive to work would be beautiful. Driving toward the coast. You have the lighthouse that you get to look at. You think about how you want to take it over. All I'm saying is, I really want to go fight for this lighthouse. (laughs) Are we gonna hold like a mock war? You're gonna you're gonna end up being one of these like Civil War. Dude, I bet we can get QAnon on this lighthouse for tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Can you look that up? Look what up. Uh, look up how we can start a riot with QAnon people for this lighthouse. Okay. I think cool. we just did. Thank you. Do you want to hear about our Texas badass? I would love to hear about our Texas badass. All right. So you'll remember last year, roughly around this time, we talked about Shikari Richardson. Yes. As a uh, lot of people were. As a lot of people were. And I wanted to bring it all the way back to sprinting and running mm-hmm. what with what we're doing. Yeah. Well, also the world championships. World championships. Track world championships are going on in Portland, Oregon right now. Exactly. And uh, this man... Fred Curley. Fred Curley is for the girly Curley. Dominating. So good. So fast. He's so fast. He was born on May 7th in 1995 in Tyler, Texas. He's younger than I am. Taylor, yeah. And uh, he, uh, Taylor, Texas, sorry. And I don't know, man. He uh, he competed in the 2020 Tokyo Olympics. He got silver in the 100 meter. And he holds the unique privilege of being one of only three men 
along with Michael Norman uh, and Wade Van Neerkirk to go sub 10 seconds in the 100, sub 20 in the 200, and sub 44 in the 400. That is stupid fast. Yeah. I That kind of distinction is kind of the thing that we like to look at during you know, our selection of Texas badasses. Yeah. This is somebody who is still very young, still, uh, you know, growing into mm-hmm. the sprinter they will be. Yep. And just, you know, is dominating. And I wanted to highlight what that. Is just, it never happens that a 400-meter guy who's a champion is like, I'm going to go do the yeah. 100. And here's the thing that makes it really interesting. He was classically a 400-meter sprinter. Yeah. And during the pandemic, decided to switch over to the 100. Mm-hmm. His time makes him the eighth fastest man in history <laughs> of... Uh, 43.64 seconds in the that's 400. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's so dumb. Yeah. Imagine being that, f- just for a second, like how fast that is. Well, and he was an Aggie, which is good. Gig him! Yeah, gig him up, man. Also, he should have a gold, because I just want to point out that Lamont Jacobs, the guy who won the gold in Tokyo, mm-hmm. the so he ran for Italy, but he's from Texas, actually. Yeah. He was on steroids. Yeah. That, because everyone... So there's like an asterisk. There's like yeah, an yeah. asterisk, like, hey... No one knew who that guy was, and then all of a sudden he won the hundred, and Fred Curley was right behind him. So, Fred Curley, you're a gold medalist in my yeah. eyes. Also, share this episode now that we're <laughs> gassing you up. Well, and and to top it all off, Curley won his maiden individual world championship gold medal in the one hundred meters, uh, and registered his third consecutive sub nine point eight second performance, running nine point seven nine seconds. That's so fast. That's a fast man. It's a very fast break. Can you like running toward the lighthouse in the battle? Just like how fast you could get there if you were that fast. Right. Yeah. It's wild. If you're running toward the battle, you don't want to be first though. I just want to point that out. Well, if you're that fast, you want to like, no, that's you faster do- than a bullet. You don't want to be, f- you don't, you don't want to be first. That's faster than a bullet. Because if you beat everybody by that much, then you're just surrounded by the enemy. But you no want to get there. See you you want to get there like just in time to have that first hit and then everybody around you, all your buddies oh, can help out. Right. Okay. Yeah. I see where you're going with that. Yeah, yeah. But he's faster than a bullet. You realize that, right? Well, if he ran at night, nobody could see him. Uh, that's the moment that got us canceled. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yikes. <laughs> because he has a master's in camouflage. Ah, nice. Okay. I didn't, gig him. Um, <laughs> we celebrated your birthday this past weekend. Yes, we did. And... I had a blast. I, I thought hope it was a lot you of fun. had fun. Why? What does um, it feel like to be thirty-one? Just give the people an update on. It feels a lot like our intern is like, "Oh my god, you're so old." You are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and for, wise. Yeah, and wise. Yeah, I I remember uh, babysitting our intern whenever she was very young. Okay, no, I was Gunner babysat us the most, but he just wasn't true. good at it. I was horrible at babysitting. I was really good at babysitting. You were yeah, awesome you were great. Yeah. You left was, us alone, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I, I made you sure were just the, there to make sure we didn't yeah. kill ourselves or anybody else. Made sure the house didn't burn yeah. down. I if mean, you, you were... If you wanted to play with me, you came and got me. Yeah. Yeah. Gunner left us as in, like, left us alone. Like, left the premises. I, like, left them. He, like, left the house. And I'll never let him live it down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we were at the house. There was one time where I left them, like, out. On a beach. Yeah. You just like forgot them. You had fun. Yeah. Look at how. No, we look, went looking for you. Look at how strong and independent you are now. Yeah, yeah. It's because of me. Sure. Sure. I'm anyway, sorry. <laughs> uh, so 31 feels like 30, except that um, I have the worst back pain all the time. <laughs> 
It's the same. Other than that, that wasn't it's exactly a birthday the same. gift, though, right? No, like, no, no one that gave me that. Nobody gave me that. Okay. I, you know what? I gave it to myself. Aww. It was the gift for me. <laughs> it was the gift, for <laughs> the, the you. gift that keeps on giving. A little self care. Uh, but for my birthday, we we went to Low Water Crossing, mm-hmm. and it was the best. So fun. I am so eternally grateful for everybody who came out and uh, helped me ring in the the new the new age. And then we uh, ate so much. Ice and then cream. we ate so much ice cream. I ordered uh, two ice creams. I also ordered two ice creams. <laughs> so good. I hadn't had ice cream in so long. Same. Like truly, I hadn't, I hadn't had ice cream in maybe six months. Whoa. Yeah. Like it had been a while. Why are you avoiding ice cream? I'm not on purpose. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I just hadn't had it, and uh, then we had those two, and then we we met up again on like Monday or yep. Sunday and had another ice cream. And we had more ice cream, <laughs> and it was so nice. Yeah. Look, uh, which is better, liquor, Amy's? I'm, you know, Lick has some better flavors, but the experience of Amy's is, is bar none. Way, way better. It's so rooted in my memory. Yeah. Amy's is an Austin institution. Um, we went for the first time with her parents. Uh, True. It was just like that thing of, oh, this is special. This is Austin. And it's going to be, you know, it's going to be special for as long as I'm here. Uh, yeah. As long as I have anything to say. What's your about What's it. your What's your Amy's order? Uh, so I go waffle bowl triple. Mm-hmm. I'm a naughty girl when it yeah. comes to ice cream. Yes, you uh, are. Coffee with a uh, Heath Bar Crunch. Yeah, I had it. It was good. I liked it. Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah, what's your go to? My go to is a mix of the Mexican vanilla Ooh. and their dark chocolate, crushed up ah. with uh, Reese's. It's a good one. Yeah, See, yeah. I can't have the peanut butter. I know. Oh, you're allergic. It's yeah. already lactose. Yeah, so yeah. It's, yeah, we're looking at a long night. I, I also, do. you know, I'll throw it back to like Kid Kid. You mm-hmm. know, I'll do the or- whatever their Oreo version is mm-hmm. with the gummy worms, you Ooh, know, nice. mixed up. See, sometimes I go Superman just so I can bloop later. There you like, go. That's bloop, always fun. Doing a good bloop. Yeah, like good bloop. Yeah, yeah. Drop that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but it was cool, man. We, we hung out in the water. I haven't laughed that hard ever maybe so much fun at some point had to be there at some point a grown man flipped over a paddleboard <laughs> just to be funny just, and, it, and it, was, was, uh, it was it was hilarious it landed we got to see other sides of people that we don't normally get yeah, to see it was good and honestly it was the best celebration and then for my actual birthday which was tuesday mm-hmm. we celebrated on the weekend because like yeah. why would you try and do something yeah why would week? you go why big would you do that on a, on a on tuesday, a tuesday. Huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just got it. Yeah. Uh, and I um, I went out and had just a giant steak. And it was Delicious. top three steaks I've ever had. Really? 50, 50 day dry age, 20 ounces, New York strip. Um, no, no like fancy frills, just steak. Just steak. Yeah. Four and minutes then, uh, each side, down the hatch. Shout out to Jay Carver's. They have the biggest, best bone marrow in Austin. Okay. So unless somebody can somehow convince me there is a better version. Uh, that is the one Jay Carver Jay Carver I would okay. go go there go to the bar and just get the bone marrow you'll be very happy and very full noted is it's like it the size it's like the size of your forearm it's not human bone marrow right I mean not that I know okay. the bone seems too big unless it's like unless they've got like a like a team of giants that they're just okay. like just holding slain. for you yeah yeah okay. got I it. can just see like the this the cellar is full of just seven foot <laughs> plus albinos fed uh. on like you know Mother's what milk and beer and yeah. just, yeah, yeah. Just fatten them up. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, it tastes good. It tastes really good. As long good. as it tastes good. As long fine. as it tastes good. Who, who cares? Happy birthday. Thank you very much. I love you so much. Also, shout out to everybody who was kind enough to leave a, a review and uh, five stars. We see you. Uh, shoot us a message and we will enter you for a raffle to win a free shirt for our next run. Yes. And possibly some other swag. Possibly some Seth other swag. doesn't know about. Happy birthday. Thanks, man. Uh, <laughs> 
that our intern doesn't know about either. We have some swag coming. Happy birthday. Oh, yeah. Um, I like my birthday. While we were out at low water, yeah. um, the subject of dogs came up. It did. And, and not in the typical like cat or dog people way. Sure. It was more, has Austin ruined your love for dogs? Me personally, no. I've not yes. sponsored a version of Bad Dog Owners at least twice. Yeah. And I just thought, you know what? Let's hash this out. Let's hash it out. Let's, ha- let's hash it out. Why not? Why, let's let's we have live, this conversation. We live in an era where um, millennials are treating their dogs better than children. And, and, other, and other people. And other people. And are so irredeemably irresponsible <laughs> that I understand your position, even if I disagree But how do it. you not come on my side of the fence here? Because it's not the dog's fault. It's the person's fault. But And, and I also, like... I'm not a runner. I've never been in the situations you've been in. That I'm in every where, day. Like, where you've got dogs chasing you. Yeah, look, I'm yeah. not going to play the victim, but I'm the victim, all right? <laughs> <laughs> let's let's go all the way back to summer of 2018. Sure, summer so, of 2018. So we're going back to the, the oh, yeah. origins of this issue where dogs have become gosh dang rodents in this city. I would walk to work every day from yeah. my crappy apartment yeah. past a brand new apartment to the Oracle office building. Yeah. I met... Crappy apartment. I've been there. I know. I know the mesh. Buy buy a new apartment. Yeah, brand new. Brand new. Ritzy, rich, Lululemon. All yeah. these rich white folk, like oh, athleisure. We're, we're so responsible, and we're adults. They all buy dogs, inevitably. Yeah. Over the months, I stepped in fresh morning dog crap once a week for five months. Yeah. So again, it's the owner's fault. It's right? the owner's We're, fault. So we agree there, right? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm I'm eradicate bad dog bad dog owners, not eradicate dogs. Yeah. Just some dogs might have to die in the process, okay? <laughs> so <laughs> Wow. That starts because I used to be like dogs, puppies, yeah, ah, yeah. dogs, pet. That starts a little bit of a like, maybe dogs suck. Mm. So you're wrong. Well, I'm trying to give you the context. I, I'm, li- I'm listening, but I'm also going to interject when you're incorrect. Do you look where you step, though? You know, when it's... She like, has if you're a point. stepping in poop once a week, when babe, it's, you should probably look down. When it, right. Okay, good point. If it becomes, if it yeah. becomes a pattern, it's more on you for good not point. noticing. It always happened, and I would cross a certain section where it yeah. was thicker grass. Mm-hmm. And you can only see okay, so much okay, yeah. thick grass. It's not yeah, like yeah. it was on the sidewalk. Like, it was right. in the thick grass. Do you ha- Did you have to cross that grass section yeah it was like the way the one okay. way to walk to the cool. door yeah, um sure. so that started kind of a like maybe i hate dogs sure and i also hate dog owners because well, and like you know real quick if you're a dog owner and you don't pick up your dog's poop i want to kill you yeah i mean it's like well, on it like so truly it started formulating this frustration that feels very crotchety and like mm-hmm. i'm an 80 year old but it put in my head like if i you mean we all have it in us you're responsible enough to own a dog you should be responsible enough to pick up its crap in the morning yeah. so that I don't walk in it when I'm walking to work. So that starts it. We have a social contract. Yeah, honestly, right? you take your dog outside. It takes a dump. You pick it up. Your dog's rights end when I step, step in its poop. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's so, what it is. See, that? that's what I mean by yeah, it. Yeah. We might have to lose some dogs in the process here. Um, so that starts it. Then I start running around the trail a little bit more. Yeah. We're not even to the way they treat these dogs yet. I'm just sure, talking sure. about my own Talking about your own experience. And nothing is... Well, there's a lot of things more scary probably, but to, to me and my experience, mm-hmm. there have not been more scary moments than rounding a corner in the morning on a trail and coming like face-to-face with a Rottweiler with its teeth barred barking at you, like coming toward you. Yeah. And then the owner is like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. 
And I just want to say, can I please, like, rub your face into the ground, you dumb C-word? Like, put it on a leash or don't bring it out here. Like... Yeah. If, and look, I, I agree. I think if you so have your dog... So you're still I, agreeing with me right now. I think if you have your dog with you outside, unless you have it one... And I mean actually trained. Not not this version of like, oh, well, in the house it sits and comes. <laughs> no. Actually trained. Yeah. And on a collar so that if something happens, you can stop it. Yeah. Unless you have complete control over your animal, leash it. Yeah. It's that's, sure. it's, it's really easy. Super simple. Like, very it's, easy. It's very easy. I will I will drive a van around. I will drive a van around Austin. Quote me on this. Quote me on this. I will drive a van around Austin and give leashes to people. All right. Just to prevent, because it's not just that it happened one time. That happens all the time. Yeah. Around the corner, unleashed dog. It's about to attack me. Owner's like, I don't even understand how this happens. Sure. How do you not understand how this happens? Right. This isn't the first time this it's has happened. It's because you're an idiot. That's why it's happening. Yeah. All right. So there's some legitimate. And again, it's not that we're still on the same page. It has nothing to do with the dog and everything to do with the owner. I mm-hmm. look. Can I just finish here? I get that. That's where you're gonna stay. But just let yeah. me get this out. So get it I, out. I'm doing this on. You're Twitter building it too. up. I mean, hey, build it. Big. Get get it out if you're gonna get Gotta it out. Get it out. So there's like the legitimate like people are in harm's way issue. Yeah. And then there's just the annoying like, when did we decide that you have to take your dog? Sorry, mom. Fucking everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. What what is that? Why do people take their dogs with them everywhere they go? They like their dogs. Why? Emotional support. They should maybe go to a therapist or get some friends. Here's my theory. So I. What's your theory? Real yeah. theory, especially in a place like Austin. Yeah. Single people, especially, yeah. but even some like partners or whatever, like menage a trois people, they are. Mm-hmm. They get a dog, and they take it with them everywhere they go. Yeah. Because they are wholly incapable of maintaining friendships. Mm-hmm. Because they're wholly incapable of even considering that there are things in life not about them. Because mm-hmm. with a dog, it goes where you want it to go. It doesn't tell you to shut the hell up when you're just being conceited. Mm-hmm. And you can just do whatever you want with it. Whereas with a person, you have to like consider their feelings. Think about your tone. Consider their birthday. Give them a gift. Open the door for them. All these things that somewhere in the past 10 years have become a burden on people instead of just common decency. So when I see people out with their dog everywhere, I don't think, oh, cute dog. I think, oh, that's like a weak person. And they're the re- they're a cancer on this entire society. They are the reason that the Capitol was rushed, that the lighthouse keeps getting attacked, and that birth rates are going down. Am All I right, wrong? Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Walter, you're not wrong. You're just an asshole. <laughs> I'm an asshole? Yeah, a little uh, bit. You just seem really passionate. You're very. About this. How am I wrong? Where am I wrong? You are being about. so intolerant of other lifestyles and other choices. <laughs> Not other yeah. lifestyles. One lifestyle, but in in the whole, right? Something and other you, than you're, your own. You're making well, I'm no also room. being facetious. I know, you're also being facetious. <laughs> I understand where you're coming from. Okay, am I, I wrong do. though? Are they not just selfish? I don't think it's people? a bad thought. I in I, but I do think you're wrong. I don't think they're selfish people. How? I think they Look like at how they treat their dog. I have had dogs. You haven't. You've never owned a dog. Yogi was my dog. You've never owned a dog as an adult. Okay, right? I was a good dog owner as a kid. Yeah. Now, okay, and you know what? I'm a. I'm gonna do this to you. If you had Yogi through college. I wouldn't have taken him to college. Yeah, you would have. No, I wouldn't. I, well, I saw how you were with that dog. If you had the option, you would have taken that dog everywhere. If I would have and taken, you know it. If I would have taken him to college, I would have gotten a house with a yard, and he would have been in the yard most of the time. If I walked him, it would have been on a leash around our neighborhood. I agree with that part, but I know you, and I know how you are. <laughs> You're just disagreeing with me to disagree. <laughs> well, because we're having a debate right now. <laughs> but like, you have to be honest. But 
because you know for a fact if the the restrictions were off and Yogi Yogi was a great dog. He would have just awesome followed you anywhere, right? Yeah, but if I took him in public, I put him on a leash, right? But but also that's I wouldn't thing. take him in public everywhere. I bet I went. you would have. No, I wouldn't. I, I really bet you would. have. I had a girlfriend. I didn't need a dog with me everywhere I went. I didn't mean that as my girlfriend was a dog. I meant I didn't need a dog I heard. to get that's, girls. Yeah. I meant not dog to get girls. That's all I meant by that. Listen, if I could take a very well behaved dog with me pretty much everywhere, I would. Do you know why? They make life better. Mm. Every but, every single aspect of life, like if there was a dog right here, this would be better. Would if be there good. was, it is literally scientifically proven that it releases endorphins. Just having a dog in your why presence. Why can't you get that through another person though? Why do you have to have a dog? Because sometimes you people that? move you're to assuming, cities where they're lonely. You're assuming people have to, right? They have to have. Maybe a dog they just want yeah. friends. You're assuming people with a dog are choosing not to have friends or have an incapability of forging friendships. I would argue. The demonstration of a well-behaved dog and somebody who has that type of responsibility and can take their dog everywhere actually has stronger friendships. How many well-behaved dogs do you see in this city? Very few, but I do see them. See what I mean? And the people, the people I know with well-behaved dogs who go with them places have really strong friendships. Then why do they take their dog everywhere? Just go meet with a friend. Get your endorphins that way. Because dogs make it better. I see your point, by yeah. the way. I agree, I, know. I agree with that point you yeah, just made. Thank you. I'm just thank saying, you, right? why not get human connection? And, because like, you don't have to. They can also get that, but they can also have dogs. Why would love, you limit yourself? Puppy love. Because you're out and about, and there's kids everywhere, and your dog might bite its face off. I mean, probably it won't. Again, we're talking about <laughs> if you have a poorly behaved dog, and you're taking it everywhere, you are the problem, right? Yes. And Back to the, we're, the culprit here is bad dog owners. Yeah, yeah. Facetiousness aside. Yeah. So I you, hope you're if, still listening. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, I'm an a hole, and in this moment, a little bit, but like, but you know, you're being. We know. I, you're being I know the point here is yeah, for yeah. us to have a little. Conflict. And and also, also, I I'm aware that you're like, if you're around a good dog, you'd love it. Like, yeah, 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 absolutely. One. And so the whole thing about like a bad dog, a bad dog owner taking its dog everywhere. Which is again in which Austin. Again, in most Austin, dog owners in our experience. I'll I'll give you like. I'll give you 50%. I do. Because I think a lot of good dog owners leave their dog at home. I do. Wait, wait. Now we're back to my point. If you're a good no. dog owner, you leave it at home. I think a lot of good dog owners do. Okay. But I think I think they've created an environment that behooves that. Right? Because so, they're a good dog owner. And we're talking about bad dog owners who take their dog everywhere. Yeah. Right? So them specifically, I don't know what the hell their problem is. Yeah. And I, I, think, I don't think it ends with being selfish, but I think it starts there. Starts there. I think they get a dog because they think that it will somehow distract them or alleviate all their other problems, and they just put it all on the dog. That's so unfair to the dog. Yeah, that's my exactly. Other, the other thing that runs me the wrong way is most of those people are like, I care about animals. Right. I only eat grass because I care about animals. Look at my dog. Yeah. And their dog's like shaking and upset because it's poorly taken care of. Yeah, because it's malnourished. Um, y- yes. Yeah, 100%. Why, why is this a thing? Like, why do... How does that even happen where a person's like, I care about animals, and then they treat well, their dog in a way... You're expecting people to be logical. Why can't they be logical? I don't know. Why can't they? I don't know. My opinion on dog people is pure logic at this point. <laughs> <laughs> All facts, no feelings. All right facts, here. no feelings. <laughs> so basically, you're going to start a business handing yeah. out leashes all over town. Dude, it's a nonprofit. Honestly, I drive around. Here's the thing. Jokes aside, that's a great nonprofit. Yeah, I can also get it out a little bit because it won't just be like, here's a leash, friend. I'll be like, hey, asshole, here's a leash. Put it on your dog. Yeah. Because some dogs do need like to run around and not be on. Like Buster. 
who's 130 pounds. Like we have to take mm-hmm. him off. Buster's also also on a shock him, collar. Yeah, we don't take him to a populated area. Yeah, actually, yeah. I'm trying to get away with the shot. I don't like shock collars. They're actually really useful and beneficial. Yeah. I do like I, the ones. The fact that you don't like it makes you irresponsible. With well, the dog I, it doesn't mean I don't. Hey, don't use talk to it. my cousin yeah, yeah. that way. I know. I got your back. I'm Thank talking you. to my intern that way. You're responsible. Thank you. You I are responsible, you. but you not like. But if you're not going to use the, the shot collar, then you have to put yourself in a position where you're not going to need to use it. Yeah. So like being on a golf course where there's literally nobody around at 9 p.m. Right. Where the I mean, only thing he can attack is. You a do have to minimize that for sure. But what about a groundskeeper? They're not out at nine. They come out in the morning. Sure. But like that's knowing the, these that's things. That's the point. Like <laughs> knowing, knowing these things, things is important, but you can't deny there is the possibility that something oh, could yeah. happen. Yeah. But that's also and, owning your dog the, point blank period. Because if he, Buster if was on a leash risk, with a shot collar, he could still kill me. Yeah. Yeah. Buster's a bear. But it, yeah. it all He's comes down to pounds. the training, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Another thing that bothers me, logic, not feelings. Mm-hmm. Is it not weird that like we've gotten to the point... We treat dogs a certain way to this point sure. that when you are in a, out and about and a dog is bothering you because it's like in line and licking you and you're like, you're not my dog. Why are you yeah. bothering me? You ask what the dog's name is and yeah. never ask like the owner's name. Yeah. It's never like, hi, what's your name? Is this your dog? What's it's? Oh, what's its name? Like yeah. we bypass. It's the human interaction thing for me. It's like a way that people avoid actually like. See, you and I are on different sides of the spectrum, too, humans. because I would rather connect with a dog than a human. But you love me. I love you. I don't like most people. Well, that's fair. Uh, I like most dogs. I want to love all people. Yeah. Well, oh, me loving all people has nothing to do with me liking people. Well, I want to like all people, too. Yeah. And that's why I think they're missing out when they're, like, using this dog and abusing it because they, like, put all of their effort into it instead of just a relationship. Like, go know people. People are fun. Maybe they had to start small, man. This is back to like, you know, you are so outgoing. You don't need any crutches. Some people are really shy and maybe that dog is their but first back to step it's into unfair forging to the dog. like a relationship. Like the dog shouldn't be a crutch if they're for a your bad problems. owner. Again, if they're a bad owner. But if they're a bad dog owner, that type of behavior isn't limited to the dog. That's all sorts of other things. And Sorry. I've known, I've walked plenty of dogs whose owners are terrible, mm-hmm. who have tons of relationships, who have tons of like business connections and those types of things are very social. So being social and having good human relationships does not preclude having a terrible dog relationship. So you're saying the solution here is to hunt down all bad dog owners and hang them. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. 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 By least some of my tweets. What's his shirt? Um, uh, so so you'll catch on to the vibe I'm going for. All right. Let's go. So, so on my Twitter at Texas Gunner, um, Seth thinks I probably need a burner. Um, oh no, I don't think that. I know that. <laughs> why do you? Why do you? I know, know that? for a fact you need a burner. Here's why. If you actually didn't care what other people thought whenever you got into Twitter battles, it would be fine. But you care. Yeah. It, it hurts your emotions. So yeah. you need to, you need a burner. I need a persona. So that, so that you can just be mean and trolling. All right, let's play a game. Let's yeah, play a okay, game. let's play a game. I, real quick before I get to it, I'm going to start a burner account. Yes. You have one month to find it. All right. That's, no, that's a fun, fun. game. Yeah, like we'll, game. we'll give updates every week. Yeah. It'll be a thing. So okay. I'm going to start cool. a burner you account. Start a burner. You have one month to give like a list of five that you're like, are you one of, are these, you one of five these people? people? Okay, fair. Um, That'll be interesting. All right, here we go. If you own cats, turn this off. Um, so the first one was people who take their dogs with them everywhere they go are mentally weaker than cat owners. Mm-hmm. Nice, right? Okay. Like, see what I did there? Like, oh, still got the cat person. Um, and then the next one is people who say he never does this when their dog barks in public are more ignorant than cat people. Why are you siding with cat people? 
I'm not. I'm still like you're like you're trying to make cat people look better than dog people. I'm making cat people look better than bad dog owners. Yeah, but like you, the the implication people is, who think their dog saying hi and not wait, hold on, I gotta rephrase it. Right, yeah, 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 I read it wrong. Here we go. You ready? I'm ready. People who think their dog is saying hi and not sizing up an inferior dog are dumber than cat people. I thought that was good. I, You're not going to get me with any of these. Why? Because I love dogs. <sighs> yeah. I, that, I mean, that's ultimately it comes down to I well, love dogs. Well, there's 20 more. <laughs> <laughs> Just send them to me. I'll pick my favorite. All right. I'll send yeah, them yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. By the way, um, cat owners suck. They do. I think cat owners lack responsibility. We are both on the same page on cool. this one. As long I as we can agree with that. You about on this. Yeah, yeah. Cat cool. people, cats suck. I know some good people who own cats, yeah, yeah. but whatever. I'm neutral on cats. Like, whatever. Yeah. Be a cat. I, I don't what's care. your point about cats? Like, when you're like, say the thing. Because I which, think. It's, which well, I, I've said well, a lot what, of things about. When you're like, uh, here's how I know cats suck. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, my, my favorite thing to say is about cats and knowing they suck. You know cats suck because every time somebody tries to convince you their cat is cool, they say, no, 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 it's like a dog. <laughs> then get a dog. Then get a dog. And I need to be... I, Do you know it's like a dog? A Dogs. Dog. And I'll be clear, I want this to be so clear to anyone who's yeah. still listening after my <laughs> ranting. I love dogs. We're going to get so much hate. Do you have any idea? Bring it on. I'm clarifying. I love yeah, dogs. I, I think dogs are awesome. Dogs yeah. are amazing. Stop treating them horribly and maybe don't take them with you everywhere you go. Yeah. That's, that's my one thing. Just Or put it on a leash. Look, that's a very reasonable and logical place to be. That's where I've been this whole time. Ish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to... I'm. I listen back. That is not where you've been the whole time. Where was I before that? That may be your foundation, but as you go astray... And you start talking about how people who uh, don't have their dogs on leash are C-words and those things. That's a different opinion. It's the same opinion. It comes from the same place, but it's a different opinion. Fine. And we can all agree intention matters. Well, my intent was just to make it clear. Put your dog on a leash. Yeah. To be clear, we, we, we agree. Put your dog on a leash yeah. when you're in public. Be Period. Beyond the lookout for... Text leash, yeah, the text van leash, that drives the, uh, around town and just giving out free leashes, slings leashes. Yeah, we'll have harnesses for you harness people. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, that's it. Just be on the lookout for that. Not sponsored by Austin Pets Alive, uh, <laughs> keeping stray <laughs> dogs alive. <laughs> oh man, maybe. Oh, and uh, this all comes as our parents have just adopted a cute little oh yeah cute little dog named Hank. Um, well, at least they know that I'm watching now, right? I can't wait to take Hank everywhere. I can't wait for mom to listen to this and be like, oh, so you think we're bad dog owners? Mm-hmm. It's like, no, I haven't seen you be a dog owner yet. Right. We we have to figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're going to be great. I Look, man, dogs make everything better. I think if your dog is well behaved and you've trained it well, you can take it wherever you want. Well, I believe that the majority of the population has proven they can't do those things. So I, I agree. The majority of population is irresponsible. It's also the stark contrast is like we go to Andrews and there's just dogs. Yeah, there's like, just dogs. Dogs everywhere. Yeah, in the no backyard. Owners. They're no, just, they're just there. They're in the yard. They're like, there's a dog out there. Yeah. I don't know whose it is. So basically, this all boils down to personal responsibility. Yeah. Jocko Willink interview coming soon. <laughs> Jocko Willink dog training coming soon. Um, <laughs> what you got to do is wake up at 4 a.m. and look at your dog and say, good boy. That's pretty. That's pretty right. good. That's good. I gotta. I gotta work on the register, but yeah. Yeah, that's good. So your dog poops on your face. Good. Good. That's <laughs> funny. I like that. I like good. That. Um, I saw him. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, dude. Um, yeah. Where'd you see him? What was crazy. going on? I was at the dog park. It's just crazy that we've seen him 61 episodes in a row. I, man, he just keeps coming around. I know. I was at the dog park building up steam and, <laughs> you know, just really like, I know, I know we're going to talk about the episode. Side so note, really I got, hate dog parks. Yeah. I've got to. Yeah. Well, we both agree dog parks are bad. They're right? the, they're so they're bad. S- yeah. I okay. understand why they exist, but they suck. They suck. Okay. Yeah. Wait, all right. See, we're yeah. on the same page here. Yeah, typically. <laughs> But I'm at the dog park, and I'm hanging out, and all of a sudden, like, this yellow flash comes screeching through the dog park, and then it comes to a halt, and it, like, hockey stops and throws dust right in my face. Yellow Lab. Yellow Lab with Lance Armstrong riding it like a horse. Yes, I knew it. He dismounts, pulls out his scrotum. The dog scrotum or his scrotum? His scrotum. And there's like a fake ball next to the real one. And he pulls it out of the pouch and says, fetch. And he threw the ball and his dog went and chased after it. (laughs) Why is that funny? (laughs) It's not funny. I know. It's just a real experience I had. (laughs) Bye, Bye, (laughs) y'all.